0: jacob are you pondering what i'm pondering
1: i think so drew but wouldn't more already disappear out of the holodeck
0: i think the only thing holographic is your brain no you fool we're going to review an animated uh, movie on this here podcast brilliant
1: no 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 no. wait wait wait, wait. why would anybody want to listen to geek to geeks like us
0: because you fool these people have uh, are so very easily entertained okay
1: drew nerf
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast Joining me this morning, this afternoon, whatever time of day this is Is a man who just had the noodle dream, Jacob Why, thank you,
1: like you, our co-host A man who just needed a different motivation to become the Dragon Warrior Welcome, Drew How are you doing today, Jacob? Man, I am doing, not to use an older term, swell How about you? You're doing swell, swell. Not swell, but swell. Apparently, okay. I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm I'm doing good. Uh it's been an interesting interesting week. Yes. Uh, but nothing too crazy. Um so uh what have you been watching? What have I been
1: watching? Uh I've been watching a little bit of a uh, Tangled series on Disney Plus, and mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying that. The series just recently wrapped up. Wrapped up. That's kind of funny. I didn't realize I used that pun, but either way, it's about hair wrapped up anyway, hair wrap hair wrap. Anyway. anyway, one of the main characters names nickname is raps. <laughs> um, Ten points for the people who figure, figure out uh, who raps is either way. Um, yeah, I was watching that and have a horrible joke, but I'm going to skip it. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, I am really enjoying Gravity Falls. Like, took you re- long enough. Yeah, I, Bill, I, I'm very slow, at, you know, getting into series. Mm-hmm. Bill, I can watch a movie, but when it comes to series, it takes me like forever and a day to actually get into them. Yeah, but Bill, I get through season one. You get to that massive cliffhanger. So you,
0: okay, you finished season one. Yes, I finished season one. I knew once you got past the introduction of Gideon, you yes. you'd get to all the good stuff.
1: Yes, and uh, I re- I was like, what What's going on? Be like, you get to who Bill Cypher is. We don't know who he is yet, but obviously in season two be like, I will get there eventually. And, uh, I, I know you're saying a word. I know you're waiting with d- bated breath to talk about that. We'll get, get to that eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm in episode three of season two and there's such a tonal shift from season one to well, season two. a
0: part of that is, is season one was so well, uh, received. Yeah. That especially with an older audience, that yeah. they moved its primary channel to Disney XD, which is more of the teenager audience. Okay, so that's why the uh, comedy starts becoming a little more adult.
1: Yeah, I, I saw there. I saw that, and the the fact that um, Uncle Stan be like his his demeanor is so much different. Mm-hmm. Someone because in the first season, now Grant, I'm going to spoilers. If you haven't seen Gravity Falls, go watch. You can watch it on yes. Disney Plus.
0: Uh, let me ask you this. Have you gone on to Disney Plus and watched the uh, shorts? No, I have not. It is technically listed in a separate spot from the rest of the show, but the shorts are worth it. Okay. I will definitely they do fit in between season one and season two. Oh, okay. So, so I definitely had to, you know. Go ahead and run over there and catch that. Now, mo- none of them really add to the story except for the one about Stan's tattoo. Okay. But it's still fun.
1: Okay, yeah, I did notice that season one was very episodic, mm-hmm. episodic, and then season two shifts that to more um, storyline beats. Yeah, and I'm enjoying it so far, and I can't wait to dive into the mystery of what, you know, like, what truly gravity, what's going on in Gravity Falls. But yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. How about you? Uh, I-
0: I loved Gravity Falls, if that's what you're asking. Well, I, I know yeah. you did, because you let me borrow it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just have to ask, what did you think of the episode Fight Fighters? Fight Fighters. That's the one where uh, the video game character comes to life? Hmm. That was season one, I know that. Okay. I'll get back to you on that one. Okay, anyway, okay. I, I was, I've it's seen It's one it. of my favorite episodes in season one, so oh, okay. I, was, well, I was curious.
1: Oh, okay. I, I will definitely, because I'm,
0: I'm... It's am trying to think of the best way to explain it. Uh,
1: is the one where he's a uh, they're they're playing in an arcade?
0: Yeah, they start off in an arcade. He puts in a cheat code, and all of a sudden the oh
1: yeah, that's right. I really enjoyed that yeah, one.
0: I thought they, so. they they get thrown into the the uh, pinball game. No, 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 that was a different one. Oh, okay, I was oh that's a good one too. Yeah, that is uh, a good one. Now this this one they're in an arcade. Uh, Dipper puts in a cheat code, and all of a sudden the. Uh, the guy he was playing as is is uh, in real life, and he's going to use him to take down uh, Wendy's boyfriend. Oh, oh! And he ends up getting well. I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, but they even use video game logic. Oh so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I got you something to eat. Put it down on the ground, and he reaches down and says, "Wow, you can eat like that." <laughs> <laughs> or man, this this town used to have uh, used to be a lot more cleaned up than this. <laughs> We finding all that stuff on the ground, right? Weapons on the ground, like an old beat up beat him up shooter, beat him oh. up shooter, old beat him up, old oh, beat him anyway. up. Anyway, okay. yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, I had to geek out for a bit. Oh, no worries. Um,
1: and, I... and and I want to say, you know, thank you for being so gracious with uh with um. Well, patient, actually, with yes. me getting through this. It's been and almost a year. But. Almost been a year. Um, but, yeah, I'm getting through it. I'm enjoying it. And uh, I can't wait to there, like I said before, yeah. uh, just discovering what is really going on. I'm, I'm I'm, almost curious as Dipper is. Good. Okay. So that's what I've been watching. How about you?
0: I'll admit I have not been watching a whole lot. Uh, Shock. I have been watching Picard. Okay. And I got, I've seen the second to the last episode comes out tomorrow. Okay. I'm enjoying the snot out of that show. And this last week's episode was freaking amazing. Okay. It hit a lot of nostalgia for me and a lot of, it had a lot of connection to TNG. Okay. To the nth degree. And that is a Star Trek reference for those who get it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Um, but, yeah, I've been watching that, and uh, that's pretty much all I've watched. Got a chance to watch this week besides uh, all the movies hmm. that we've been wa- have watching. So, But, yeah, anyway, that's what I've been watching. All right. That's not a whole lot. Uh, what do we got in the news? Oh, we have plenty. Of, we don't have a lot of news, but there's
1: plenty of news. So this week in the news, uh, apparently last week at the cartoon movie event in France, Finland's leading animation studio, Anna Videra. I'm probably butchering that. Uh apparently they are releasing a upcoming animation feature. F- flick? Fluck. Flick. How are Owen Burns? Fleek. fleek, thank you.
0: I'm just because that I have heard the term of something being on fleek. Yeah. Even though I have no idea what that means because I'm not teen I'm I'm not hip yeah. to the teenagers anymore.
1: Okay. Alright. So apparently this movie Flick, flick or flick. However, however it's pronounced. However, you want to pronounce this is a three, three uh, D, two uh, CG. Thank you.
0: Trying to get those, you know, those proper. This is CG three D from what I saw. Right. It's not the two point five D that's starting to become popular that we like. Ah, okay.
1: All right. So animated fantasy adventure about Lawrence, a twelve year old boy who loses the ability to walk after an accident. But gains a friendly, gains a friendly creature from another dimension who helps them save both their worlds from a shadow monster. Told from a child's perspective, the well-crafted feature utilizes the healing power of the imagination and the importance of family connection to overcome adversity. So apparently, it's a French fin film. That may or may not come stateside, U.S.-wise. So, I don't know. It'd be like, if it does come to U.S., if it comes to U.S., via dub. I would hope come a dub. Mm, well, yeah. Yeah. I would hope so. I would hope so, because it sounds like an interesting pers- story, mm-hmm. but we shall see. All right. So, going into... Where am I? Aha. Here we go. I had to look at my... I actually looked actually I had to look at my physical notes. All right. So in the box office for the week, week, weekend of March the sixth through the eighth of two thousand twenty,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we have the brand new Disney Pixar Disney Onward, which is at number one currently, and it's currently at number one with six point one million dollars. Mm-hmm. Followed by the Invisible Man. Yeah, I didn't
0: go see it, so I don't no, know.
1: No, I, I have no plan because there again, I don't like horror films.
0: All right, I did like the uh, the meme that someone had done with uh, they took the, invis- the poster for the Invisible Man. Yeah, and back there were obviously the. Invisible oh Man yes, be, I love put, that. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is What is his name? What is his name? <laughs> Drax. Drax. Yeah, they put Drax back there, <laughs> standing real still, to show that he's invisible.
1: I'm probably going to cut this, but still. No, that's funny. That is too funny. All right. That's as close as we know about anything about the Invisible Man. No. Except apparently, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. All right. He's invisible? So he's invisible, obviously. All right. So, in third place would be The Way Back, which is a, a pair a coach coming back to basketball, played mm-hmm. by Ben Affleck.
0: You'd have more... Interest in that than me, probably. Yeah. And plus, I I kind of like Ben Affleck as an actor. I mean, he's a good actor. Since I have no, I don't really care too much for basketball uh, or right. sports movies in general.
1: Right. So, in number four is our little blue furry r- or
0: the fastest thing alive.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's an, he's he's currently number four uh, with seven point seven million dollars of this weekend. And his current box office, U.S. state uh, stateside, would be $140.5 million. Okay. And apparently the best market's is over $226 million. Hmm. So he's, he's doing well for himself.
0: Yeah. i can say, buy all the chili dogs he wants with us. I'll say this for Sonic. I was expecting him to uh, leave the box office pretty fast. Ah. But he's not, which I'm actually very happy about. Yeah. So, yeah. Please do a sequel, please. Well, they already... Sh- well, well that, they, that's spoilers not going there. Yes. If you want to know more about the spoilers, check out our episode. Yes. All that jazz. All right. So, this is a little bit of...
1: It's It's not really news, per se, but I did post something on our our official site. Of the dot com and Our, uh, Facebook group, you mean? Yes, Facebook, okay. group, Facebook group,
0: or the the page? Anyway,
1: the page or both pages actually? Because apparently, I got in the I got in the mail today. Frozen two, the Disney movie club, and mm-hmm. apparently, it didn't
0: cost me a thing. Good for some reason, I don't know why, but I'm very thankful for it. There's only one bad thing about it. What's that? You can't go into the unknown with Yeah, it, that is true. Because you've already seen it.
1: Yes, I know. All I'm right. Sorry, that was a poor, poor joke. <laughs> I know. All right. So, I posted this on my Facebook, my personal Facebook, which is Jacob B. Heron on Facebook and our other two Facebook uh, pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, found this in the mailbox this evening via Disney Movie Club, uh, which is a picture of Frozen 2 on four K Ultra H D, which be like I have none of that right now. all is Blu Ray, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. All right. So I posted the question of what is your fa- what is your opinion of Frozen Two? What is your favorite song from Frozen Two? And did it surpass its its predecessor? And so I got quite a few responses. Okay. So here are a few of them. All right. Carly writes I watched the day with my niece and it was really good. I liked it. From Terry, loved it better than the better than the first. Aaron replies, "I think it's better than the first. I did, I did like the, I did like the main theme into the unknown, but I actually like Panic and the cover even more." Linda writes, "I haven't seen it yet. Keep promising my grand my granddaughter we're going to watch it watch it soon." So. Yeah, so question: I might point your general direction, Drew. Okay. What is your opinion on Frozen? Or, like I post, like I posted here. Uh, do you think? What is your opinion? Of, did it surpass its predecessor?
0: Well, I mean, I certainly thought it did when we watched it. I haven't gone back and watched it since uh, we watched it for the reaction. Right. But yeah, I thought it was, it, it surpassed the first one, but then that's mainly because I, I actually just preferred the story of the second one to the first one. Yeah. I, w- I would agree with you on that. Uh, I Don't get me wrong. The first one's good. It's just I don't have, I just did not buy into the hoopla at the time. Agreed. But this one I thought was a much better story. It was much better handled. It was fun. It actually made me give a flying banana about, um, uh, Olaf, Olaf, thank <laughs> you. Because let's face it, going into this movie, I was not happy with the, with the boy, because how uh, long he made me wait to watch Coco the first time. <laughs> yes, but um, yeah, it. I thought it was a good movie. All right, good deal. All right, good. So that's, I don't really have a favorite song though. Oh, uh, okay. If anything, Into the Unknown, just because it's a fun song. Yeah, I agree. And I liked the rock in it, so yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I did find a. Uh, A uh, a YouTube video where someone had mashed both of uh, Adina Mazel and Panic and Disco's Mm -hmm. version, which is really good. So I'd highly recommend going looking that up. All right. All right. So that's all I have in the news.
0: All right. Well, let's move into our spoiler free review of the movie Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. I love this movie. I'm kind of not happy that you got it on the list before me, but then I don't (laughs) actually own a copy. So it's no worries. It's not like we're keeping score. Mm. <laughs> uh. I mean it's it's a it's a fun family movie. It's mm-hmm. actually a very good kung fu movie. Yes, it's uh, got a great cast. It's definitely for kids or for families. And Jack Black does a great job. I mean, I I really can't say much more about what about this movie until we get into <laughs> the spoiler section. <laughs> All right, uh, what are you, what are your thoughts? I enjoyed it. I did. You watch this in theaters? I don't remember. Okay. I I know I saw the second one while it was in theaters, but I saw it in a drive-in. I'm fairly certain I must have watched this in a theater because uh, I this was been around the time where I was making special trips into Tyler because I could. Okay. Uh, when this came out, because this is around this is around the same time as How to Train Your Dragon was. Yeah. And I remember this movie and Dragon being the first, the first time I went to see a DreamWorks movie and go a, a, a DreamWorks animated movie yeah. and going, "Huh, they can actually tell a good deep story." Because <laughs> in my defense, right, Shrek's not deep. No, it's not. <laughs> it's funny. Don't get me wrong. It's not deep. <laughs> and none of the other stuff they had put out really got my fans peaked Piqued my interest until. Kung Fu Panda, which really only kind of sorted it, and dra- How to Train Your Dragon, and I, th- I just en- I enjoyed both of these movies. It was fun. Okay, both of those movies, I should say. But yeah, I love this movie. Okay,
1: yeah, I didn't get the privilege the uh, the privilege of watching in theaters, but I do remember at the time I was wor- I was uh, working with the ministry at our church, mm-hmm. and all I kept hearing was Kung Fu Panda, Kung Fu Panda this, Kung Fu Panda that, and. uh, like heck, there was a party that I had went to that was Kung Fu Panda related, yeah, or themed, what have you. Which those those were always fun, you know, parties that are you know that have very interesting themes or fun or what have you. Mm-hmm. But either way, um, so I finally got around to watching it. And I really enjoyed this film. Really enjoyed. It. It's a lot of fun. It's got a it's got a tremendous heart behind it. Yeah, tremendous heart. It's. I've never been a huge Jack Black fan, never have. Um, Honestly,
0: it, I can understand this, but he does do good job when he's when, when he does do a good oh job. Oh yeah, absolutely. Kind of weird, but you
1: know what I mean. Yeah, it's understandable. Um, enjoy the film; lots of laughs. Definitely, if you're you know, enjoy Jack Black's humor. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 caliber of stars they got in this film is nuts. Oh yeah like okay just list off everybody it's just like I will oh, hear in a minute. Yes, you will. <laughs> but funny, tremendously hilarious in a lot mm-hmm. of ways and a joy to watch. It's yeah. definitely family friendly and I think any kid or adult worth their it, it is a tremendously funny and amazing film that people need even enjoy. If you haven't watched it, go watch it.
0: Was it's, this your first viewing?
1: No, I I've, I've had the film for a couple of years. Okay. I I watched it a couple of years ago and I enjoyed it and oddly enough, I went to cuz um where we go to church. Uh, I'm part of the tech crew. Mm-hmm. And every year be like our music minister gives out cards which has um gift cards in them. And so must I got to be a tech crew thing. Yeah, it's a tech crew thing. Okay. And so that one year I got Best Buy cards. I was like, "Ooh, what can I buy with this?" And so I went to Best Buy one day and be like, "I found had Kung Fu Panda one and two on Blu-ray, and just just enough on that card. It's like I could buy it." So I bought the book. I bought both of them. I have not watched Kung Fu Panda three yet. Of this recording, I have not watched it. Okay. Nor of any of its uh, supplemental material.
0: Oh, really, the mo- you only have to watch the movies, much like How to Train Your Dragon, where yeah. it had a TV show mm-hmm. that. While the TV show is not, not canon, it doesn't really affect anything. I agree. Um, but yeah, I love this film.
1: Love it. It's, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, definitely recommended.
0: it. Alright. So I guess uh, we'll move into our spoiler-filled section for the movie Kung Fu Panda. Wah! The following is a spoiler-filled review for the movie Kung Fu Panda. Listener discretion is advised. Kung Fu Panda was directed by Mark Osborne and John Stevenson. Uh, Mark directed uh, the movie The Little Prince that came out uh, on Netflix a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And he was also the director of the live action sequences in both Spongebob Squarepants, the show, and the first movie. Mm. Uh, John Stevenson uh, directed uh, Sherlock Gnomes, which was that... uh, that lawn gnome movie with Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that yeah, came out a couple yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like
1: a sequel to that movie.
0: It was a sequel to like two other lawn gnome movies. Yeah. And, uh, he also directed four episodes of a show called Father of the Pride, which was about the lions that worked for, uh, oh, who are those magicians' names? Uh, Siegfried and Freud? Roy? Oh, yeah. Siegfried I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. He directed four episodes of that. And that's pretty much all I found outside of other, uh, other than the sequels to this movie. Hmm. Uh, The movie was written by Jonathan Abel, Glenn Berger, Ethan Reif, Cyrus Voris, and Chris Posh. Hmm. Uh, The music was by John Powell, who also did the music for How to Train Your Dragon, Solo, A Star Wars Story, and most recently, The Call of the Wild. Hmm. And uh, Also, there was music written by Hans Zimmer who did the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception, and uh, the music for both Lion King movies. Hmm. And he is the closest I was able to get to the Kingdom Hearts connection this week. All right, how? Because in Kingdom Hearts 2, there is a Lion King level, and the music is based on that. I'm using the same excuse I used a couple couple episodes ago
1: on somebody else. You're stretching this noodle way too long.
0: (laughs) I tried. I tried. Well, and are too thin. it's not just the Lion King levels it was all cuz he's also the the composer for uh, uh Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. And, the, uh, and okay. the and they literally take the he's a pirate theme from that as the battle theme for that level. Oh, okay. So, you know, that that song. Yes. That's literally the battle theme for that level. Oh, so, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's the closest I was able to get despite how big this ca- how Heavy, heavy, star heavy, this cast is. It's mm-hmm. the closest I could get to a Kingdom Hearts connection. Oh, okay. So, uh, it starred, of course, uh, Jack Black as Poe, the dragon warrior, aka the panda. Yes. <laughs> uh, he played, uh, Dewey Finn in the movie The School of Rock, mm-hmm. Nacho in Nacho Libre, Not- Carl Denham in Peter Jackson's King Kong. And, of course, he is the lead vocals for the band Tenacious D. Yes. Also, just for a little bit of fun fact, even though I didn't put this on there, uh, the uh, lead guitarist for Tenacious D, Kyle Gass, has a cameo in this movie. Really? But it's like way down there and I couldn't figure out who he actually was. Oh, okay. So probably one of the Rhino guards, I'm guessing. Probably. Uh, Dustin Hoffman plays Master Shifu. In uh, the the Dick Tracy movie, he played uh, Mumbles. Yes, I love that role. And uh, in Hook, he played Captain Hook. Oh, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie played Master Tigress. She's, yes. of course, Maleficent in the Maleficent live mm-hmm. action series. Yes. Frankie in Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow, which I put on there because I like Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow.
1: Which he's only in the film for like, what, 10 minutes?
0: I have to double check, but I think she's a major character. Okay, uh, and uh, she is, of course, the f- Laura Croft in the first series of Laura Croft Tomb Raider movies. Y'all, yeah. uh, Ian McShane plays Tai Lung. He was Professor Broom in the Bad Hellboy movie. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Winston in the Jack Wick series. Okay, yes. And much like his adopted father in this movie, he played Captain Hook in Shrek the Third. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. The worst of the Shrek movies. But still, Captain Hook played the father of another guy hey. who played Captain, Captain Hook. Uh, Ironic. Yes. Jackie Chan played Master Monkey. Mm-hmm. He is, of course, Lee in the Rush Hour series. Yes. Chan Wang in Shang, <laughs> the Shanghai Noon series. Yes. Master Wu in the Lego Ninjago movie. Okay, didn't know that. And the unnamed protagonist in the movie Who Am I. Oh, okay. Plus many other great Kung Fu, Chinese Kung Fu movies yes. that you should go watch. Yes. But Who Am I is one of my favorites, and you never learn the character's name. Really? Because he doesn't know his name either.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's why it's called Who.
0: In fact, on uh, IMDb, it actually just lists as his character as Who Am I. Hmm. Uh, Seth Rogen plays Master Mantis. Mm-hmm. He was Pumbaa in the live-action Lion oh, yeah. King movie. Mm-hmm. Brett Reed, the Green Hornet, in 2011's Green Hornet movie, mm-hmm. and he played Bob in Monsters vs. Aliens.
1: Oh, okay, I think you're missing one of his very crucial roles. Go right ahead. He played Leonardo in the 2012 or 2013 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, cartoon from Nickelodeon. I did not know that. Uh huh. Cool.
0: I didn't see that on there, but I'm not. I'm not gonna say you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think
1: l- I could be wrong, but I think I'm right.
0: All right. Lucy Liu plays Master Viper. Mm-hmm. She plays Oren Ishii in Kill Bill Volume One. Okay. And flashbacks in Volume Two of Kill Bill. Uh, Alex in the Good Charlie's Angels movies. Yes. <laughs> and on uh, l- on the television show Elementary, she plays Doctor Watson. That is true. David Cross plays Master Crane. He is most famous for playing Tobias Funk. I probably said that name wrong, so all you Arrested Development fans, forgive me. (laughs) But I couldn't leave Tobias off of that. Yes. Uh, Also, he plays Minion in Megamind. Oh, okay. Never seen Megamind. Uh, The fish in a jar on the giant suit of armor. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Literally, Megamind's Minion. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, Randall Duke Kim played Master Uguay. He played Grandpa Gohan in Dragon Ball Evolution. Really? Oh,
1: good. And the night, Keymaker
0: night. in The Matrix Reloaded. Oh. And I did my best to look for better roles for him besides Master Uguay. <laughs> and oh, okay. I, unfortunately, those are the most well-known things I could find. Uh, James Hong. Played Mr. Ping, Poe's dad. Oh, yeah. And in Blade Runner, he played Hannibal Chu. Hannibal Chu. I don't remember exactly the character. But I know he was a major character in that. Okay. Uh, Dan Fogler played Zing, which I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe that's the uh, goose that goes to warn oh, rhinos yeah. about uh, <laughs> you know doubling the guard and all that. Yeah. Uh, he played Jacob Kowalski in the Fantastic Beast series. Oh, okay. The the Harry Potter prequels? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, in the movie Fanboys, he played a character named Hutch. Oh, yeah. Now I'm seeing him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Michael Clark Duncan. Yes. Played Commander Vachir. Something like that. Something like that. Which is, of course, the leader of the rhino guards at the prison. Yes. In The Green Mile, he played John Coffey. Mm-hmm. And in the movie Armageddon, he played Bear. Yeah. So sad he passed away a couple years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Last but not least, Wayne Knight played uh, had a cameo as a gang boss in the opening sequence during the flashback. Oh, really? Yeah. When they were showing off the Furious Five. Yeah. Or Poe's interpretation of the Furious Five at the yeah. beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is, of course, Nedry in Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. Newman in Seinfeld, and Stan Podolak in Space Jam. Yes. <laughs> that is interesting. So, Stan Podolak. Yes. So, what's a box office look like?
1: All right. So, I'm going to get a little deeper in this one. All right. So, on IMDB, mm-hmm. it received a 7.5 out of 10. On Rotten Tomatoes, it received a 87% of the, yeah, eighty 87% and 82% of the audience score. So, getting into production, it was produced by DreamWorks Animation. It was distributed by Paramount Pictures, because mm-hmm. as everyone knows, DreamWorks doesn't have its own distributing arm. Well,
0: it didn't then. It it's didn't. now owned by Universal. <laughs> that's right. Thank you. But at that's okay, the time, the, it didn't. That's okay. The Blu-ray is still 20th Century Fox, or, sh- or at least should be. Nope. Oh, never mind. Nope. The, uh, the, the Amazon version is 20th Century Fox. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> All right. They haven't updated the file yet. Nope, apparently not. (laughs) All right,
1: so it had a budget of $130 million. Mm -hmm. Its first showing, here's something new. Its first showing was on May 8th, 2008, at the Cannes Film Festival. Mm -hmm. And then it came out a month later in the U.S. on June 6th, 2008. So about a month later. Mm -hmm. Its opening weekend, U.S., was $60.2 million. It's U.S. domestic gross was $215.4 million, and its worldwide gross was $661.7 million. So, yeah, it made its budget back in spades. Oh, yeah. Or, in this case,
0: noodle balls. Indeed. So, yeah, that's all we got for the box office. All right. Getting, Getting into our summary. In the Valley of Peace, a land in ancient China inhabited by anthropomorphic animals, Po Ping, the giant panda, is a kung fu fanatic who idolizes the Furious Five, tigress, monkey, crane, viper, and mantis, a quintet of awesome kung fu masters trained by Master Shifu, the red panda. I am that interesting. Mm. I didn't realize he was a I, I didn't either. Uh, However, Po is unable to pursue the dream of learning Kung Fu as he helps his father, Mr. Ping the Goose, in his noodle restaurant. Grandmaster Uguay, an old Galapagos tortoise, Shifu's mentor and friend, had a vision that Shifu's former student and adoptive son, the evil snow leopard Tai Lung, will escape from prison and return to the valley to exact his revenge for being denied the Dragon Scroll. ...which is said to hold the secret to boundless power. Panicked, Shifu sends his messenger, Zing the Goose... ...with a request for the prison to tighten its security. He then holds a tournament for the Furious Five... ...so that Oogway can identify the Dragon Warrior... ...the one Kung Fu master worthy of receiving the Dragon Scroll. Po arrives too late to enter the arena... Desperate to see the dragon warrior, Poe straps himself to a set of fireworks and launches himself into the middle of the arena in front of Uguay as he points towards the dragon warrior. To the astonishment of everyone present, Ugwe proclaims Poe as the chosen warrior. Unwilling to accept Uguay's decision and believing it to be an accident, Shifu tries to dispose of Poe with a harsh training regime. The Furious Five berate Poe as an enthusiast with no potential in martial arts. Po considers resigning, but after receiving encouragement from Ugwe, he endures his training and gradually befriends the Five with his resilience, culinary skill, and good humor. One night, when Po talks about Shifu's treatment toward him, Tigress tells the story of how Shifu raised Tai Lung since finding him as a cub and trained him in Kung Fu. After Tai Lung was denied the Dragon Scroll, he went on a rampage across the valley and tried to take the scroll by force, with Shifu unable to fight his adoptive son. Although Uguay was able to stop him, Tai Lung's betrayal caused Shifu to become cold and distant. Meanwhile, Tai Lung escapes from prison, ironically picking his locks with Zing's fallen feather. Shifu learns of Tai Lung's escape from Zing and informs Ugwe, who extracts a promise from Shifu to believe in Po and then passes on to the heavens in a stream of peach blossoms. Still unable to grasp the basics of Kung Fu, Po despairingly admits that he has no chance of defeating Tai Lung. Overhearing this, the Five leave to stop Tai Lung themselves. However, Shifu discovers that Po is capable of impressive physical feats when motivated by food. Using food as positive reinforcement, Shifu successfully trains Po by incorporating these feats into an innovative Kung Fu style. Meanwhile, the Five battle with Tai Lung but are defeated by his nerve attacks. He spares Crane to transport the rest of the Five, still paralyzed from his nerve strikes. Back to Shifu as a warning. After reviving them, Shifu decides that Po is ready to receive the Dragon Scroll, but the scroll reveals nothing but a blank, reflective surface. Believing the scroll to be useless, Shifu orders Po and the Five to evacuate the valley while he faces Tai Lung. A distraught Po finds Mr. Ping. In an attempt to console his son, Mr. Ping reveals that the secret ingredient in his famous special special secret ingredient noodle soup is nothing, explaining that things are special when believed to be. Po realizes that this is the message of the Dragon Scroll and goes back to confront Tai Lung. Po arrives to find Shifu badly injured and defeated. He then becomes a formidable challenge for Tai Lung, frustrating him with confusing fighting techniques on top of his excessive body fat that, remen- that renders him immune to Tai Lung's nerve strikes. Tai Lung momentarily beats Po and retrieves the scroll, but he is unable to understand it and continues attacking Po. Eventually, Poe defeats Tai Lung in combat by using the mysterious Wuxi finger hold to vanquish him. Poe is praised by the Valley of Peace and earns the respect of the Furious Five, who fully acknowledge him as a true Kung Fu master, while Shifu finally attains peace. So, Alrighty then. I'm going to start, if that's all right. All right, go for it. The first thing I like about this movie is that it is an awesome Kung Fu movie. Agreed. Uh, I mean, it's got everything from great martial arts to uh, great martial arts fighting, even though it's all anthropomorphic animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, is, if in case you didn't catch it from their names, each of the Furious Five are named after the kung fu fighting styles that yeah. they are practicing. Uh, it's a fun movie. It's got, uh, it feels like it's a great kung fu uh, battle. Uh, it's got great kung fu battles in it i'm Mm a little tripping over my words my apologies but it's it's got enough of that crazy eastern mysticism that is that gives it the flavor it keeps the flavor of the kung Mm fu-ness to it while still feeling like it's actually more made for a western audience Mm -hmm. but still is um respective of the genre that they are doing to the point where uh they even use some animation techniques that are more of the eastern variety than the western variety in this movie that come out great. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's my first like is that it's a great kung fu movie.
1: Oh, okay. My first like would actually be all the hair. The hair animation in this movie is fan-stinking-tastic.
0: Thankfully <laughs> it is all short hair. Yes. So it doesn't ha- they didn't have to do too too much. Yeah, it's it's not tangled variety. Yes. Yeah. For those who don't know, hair is one of the hardest things to animate yes. in any movie. And you're up there with water and fire.
1: Yes. And you're talking about all anthropomorphic furry animals. Mm-hmm. And it stands out so well. Be like it's just how it's how it moves and uh this is like Two years before Tangle came out, yeah. So the animation, like one, the animation of the movie is very well done. Mm-hmm. It's very well done. And what stuck to me, or you know, that drew me in animation-wise, was the fur, was the uh, fur animation, mm-hmm. because it flowed like fur. When the wind would blow, you would feel those uh, the particle effects. Yes, would. I was I was absolutely blown away by that. I was blown away by simply the fact that like how well they did the animation in fur. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna say it's a furry movie, yeah. but it's got it's got some nice fur effects. Yes. So yeah, it's my number one. It's got some very amazing hairy furry effects.
0: Mm-hmm. What's your number two? My number two is a. Probably one of the most beautiful scenes in the entire movie. Okay. And that is actually Uguay's death scene. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you can kind of tell something is happening up to that point because yeah. he's making sure that Shifu's understanding what he's saying about who, why, why Poe is the dragon warrior, mm-hmm. even if he doesn't understand it, why he needs to stick with it. Yeah. Uh, and that shot, because I mean, there's a reason why this shot has become a meme in and of itself. Where he looks up and says, "My time has come." It's because it's an amazing shot for one Agreed. thing, and that entire sequence, where you get finally get the one eighty that Shifu needs to do, because of the death, it makes perfect sense. Even though it kind of comes semi out of nowhere, yeah, but it does make sense when you realize how much of a friend Uguay and Shifu are. Yeah, like how good friends they are, and the fact that he made a promise that he even though he doesn't understand why Uguay made that decision he's going to honor it yeah but the entire shot of uh him disappearing into the into the uh flow of the cherry blossoms mm-hmm. is just so stinking beautiful it's yeah. a, it's a great way to handle a death scene without being visually yes. without actually being have having the character Die, which is ironic considering it's the end of the movie where we think Shifu's dead, but he's not. No, he's not. He's in a lot of pain. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, what's your number two?
1: All right. So, my number two is the underdog journey. Mm -hmm. The fact that we have a very energetic panda bear named Poe, who is the unexpected hero. The mm-hmm. unexpected hero that he's—he's a, he's a noodle vendor, and you know, his his father is like he wants him to. be a, he, he a crane or a, what is
0: he's a goose? He's a goose. That's a, he's a goose. Well, I mean, technically, he's noodle folk.
1: Yeah, he's noodle folk, and it'd be like this is a character who rises from obscurity, obscurity, just being a, a noodle vendor mm-hmm. to being the dragon warrior, and everybody looking at him, looking down upon him, the fact that. Like, yeah, he's a big fat panda. Yeah. And he de- he knows very little to none of uh Kung Fu, and he's a big fanboy. Mm-hmm. Just like a lot of us would be. It's like if if we met our idols, we'd be just be like starstruck and like yeah, oh. And
0: acting stupid.
1: Exactly. Kind of like Poe does. hmm And that everybody kind of, you know, looks down upon him, be like, there's no way Earth has got to be the Dragon Warrior. He can't be. But it's it's looking at the fact that that we all learn differently. We all have these different uh, motivations that drive us forward. That that we all learn differently. Mm-hmm. We all learn differently, and I, I find I found that very interesting. With someone who's very, I'm very much a visual person. Yeah. Obviously, because I draw a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that. For me to learn sometimes to be like, I've got to listen to it and see it at the same time. Yeah. Instead of be like, oh, give me a book and be like, you have to read it. That doesn't really work for me. So we all learn differently. And so with Poe, it was more, what, what is his, what's one of his driving forces? Food. And it just took for Shifu to understand, to, to uh, have that experience of Poe going after the cookies. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it's so amazing to see that this transformation from the guy who's just the fanboy, who doesn't seem to have the talent, but when he's given the motivation, he is incredible. Yeah. And when Shifu exploits that in a way to you know, to motivate Poe to his full potential, it's absolutely an amazing transformation. Transformation to the fact that like he, like. That he is the dragon master. The fact that he be like he realized there is no there isn't nothing special. It's just you. Yeah, and it's your abilities, your talents, and the 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 way you learn, mm-hmm. the way the talent you have, and uh, and sometimes that kind of hit me in a way that be like I you know I have, I have a hard time just looking down upon myself to be like oh you're nothing and blah blah blah. You know, circle with self doubt and self, uh, you know, all those little all all that jazz that I kind of be like, I watch that and I was like, wow, this would be like the, the talent I have and the talents, the, the abilities I have. And, uh, it it was really not motivating, but it was Mm -hmm. very, uh, encouraging in a way that it's just, it takes those, it's not what everyone says about you. It's what the, uh, what people see in you, Mm -hmm. what people see in you and the encouragement and, uh, knowing that, you are you're more than it seems. Okay. You're more than it seems. And I was just, I was kind of encouraged by that. So what is your number?
0: My number 3 is the climax. Yes. The battle at the end of the movie between Poe and T'ai Lung. Well, let's talk about T'ai Lung rock quick yes. because I also like the fight between him and the Furious Five on the bridge. Oh, yeah. Especially since we get the greatest meme line in all of meme history. Finally, a worthy opponent! Our battle will be legendary! I love that. <coughs> <laughs> but then you get yes. into the actual, uh, the actual fight between him and Poe, yeah. and you can tell he's like, this is the Dragon Warrior? Really? <laughs> the guy who lost his breath climbing the stairs? <laughs> Surely not, and... Poe was actually able to go toe-to-toe with this guy. Yeah. A guy that beat the Furious Five. Uh-huh. And the fact that, yeah, it's, like you said, the 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 key to being the Dragon Warrior is not about knowledge you don't have. It's about using the knowledge you do have. Yeah. And your own personal experiences. That's what makes him the Dragon Warrior is because he knows all this stuff. Uh, Well, he knows... He's different from everyone else, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But that whole battle where, and finally he gets, uh, Tai Lung gets the scroll. <laughs> and he just and, looks at it. Because like- what's great, since we already know what's on the scroll, it's like, are you kind of just keep trying to wear him out? So, why, so that's why you're dangling the scroll in front of him? Because you know there's nothing on the scroll. Yeah. Except this reflective surface, and he's not going to get it probably because this is not how he they, he's trained. Yeah, he's imagined it like would anyone be. else. He's not expecting just a reflective surface. He's expecting arcane Chinese symbols and all yeah. this other stuff that will give him unlimited power. Um, but it's uh, he knows he's not going to get it, and some and but Poe is able to understand because he understands what it is. He's actually able to use that knowledge. Yeah. In a way that Tai Lung never will understand it. Mm-hmm. And even, uh, and let's face it, that moment where it, that way that battle ends with the Wushu finger hold, mm-hmm. uh, which oh, is yeah. funny because oh, yeah. the first time uh, Shifu does it, it's like, oh, no, no, please, please, I I want to keep my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and to the very end when he's doing it on time, says, oh, no, the Wushu finger hold. He says, yeah, uh, I can't believe uh, uh, Shifu taught you this. Oh, he didn't teach me this. Yeah. I figured it out on my own. <laughs> <Skidoosh>. You <Yeah. laughs> know, wow! It's like, a part of me doesn't like that, I'll admit. Yeah. Because it's like, I would love to see him learn that, but at the same time, it is a great moment when he pulls that off at the end. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah, it's just a... It's just, That whole battle is just... It gets that Dragon Ball Z fan in me pumped. Mm-hmm. That likes seeing animated uh, this kung fu that... I have no idea how real the kung fu is. Yeah, but it looks like kung fu, so I assume it's kung fu. Yeah, I mean, I'm just waiting for him to do a kamehameha, and we'll all just all be <laughs> in the clear. But of course, he doesn't do that. That closest he gets is the wushu finger hold. Mm-hmm. But it's just that whole battle is so well choreographed, so well done. It's goes on for a good ten, fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, it's, it's and m- at no point are you tired of it. No, you're not. Which is a, a pretty decent. Uh, it's achievement. Very, it's very energetic. It's a very decent achievement for a any battle, any fight scene. Oh yeah, to go on that long. A battle between two guys, two, between two uh, two warriors, and it not feel like it's dragging after a while. Because mm-hmm. usually you're pretty much done after about six or seven minutes, and this is like the last fifteen minutes of the movie. Very true. So yeah, that's my number three. What's your okay. number three?
1: My number three would be that ending. Mm-hmm. that ending be like you described it perfectly in the way that be like it's it's two foes one the basically the premier master of kung fu yeah versus poe the panda who just knows a little bit of kung fu and it's just confidence confidence in his own self a confidence in mm-hmm. his own ability and uh it's perfectly choreographed it's beautifully animated the the way in which poe fights is so incredibly well done the the way in which these both characters fight are so uniquely different because they're two different characters. It's not the traditional, uh, your traditional martial arts final battle or Dragon Ball Z where they're using all the same moves and techniques and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, power ups and what have you. But that Poe uses his body, his weight, his, uh, everything just like the ground pounds and everything or
0: even sitting on him at one point
1: yes sitting on him or like flattening him like a pancake Mm -hmm. when his backside lands on him or something like that it is hysterically funny and so well done yeah and i enjoy the heck out of that like like you said the the martial arts in this movie is so well crafted choreographed executed in so many ways just genius
0: yes it looks it's great visually. Oh yeah. I have no idea how, how real
1: it is. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure pretty sure there's someone out there be like, "Well, they did this wrong and this wrong." I'll be like, it's "Well, like, tet- it still looks good." It still looks good. It still, looks, still good. looks cool. Yeah, it's an it's a animated movie.
0: So it's we just- are talking about a, a, leop- a snow leopard and a panda fighting each other. Let's yeah. move on. Yes. You are going to tell me the viper's fighting technique was poor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed the the ending fight scene and the all the elements that came with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my number three.
0: Well, let me ask you this: mm. Did you catch? Did you see that there was a, a scene at the end of the credits? Yes. Okay. I I thought of that after I said all that, but it, I do like that scene at yes. the end, seeing the tree that Uguay planted starting to sprout, almost as if it's mirroring Poe's journey. Yeah, I agree with you I have no, I don't know if it continues on, because literally this is the first time I noticed it. Okay. So I just wanted to bring that up. Okay. So let's move into our dislikes. Okay. Moving into our dislikes. My first dislike is a nitpick beyond okay. nitpicks. Okay. And it de- involves the wushu finger hold. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I like how we get to see it. Yes. It's very well done and choreographed. We never have any inclination that Poe is learning it. No. Admittedly, we don't really have time to see that in the training montage. Right. But it would have been nice to at least know that maybe he was practicing it, Mm -hmm. but hadn't gotten it down. That would have led to that scene's... um, It would have led to it better, I think, to go, okay, he has been practicing it. It just feels like... He does the wushu finger hold almost out of nowhere because the only other time we've seen it is when Shifu uh, threatened Poe with it. Yeah. And, and Poe just knew about it. And Poe just knew about it. It's like, that's cool and all, but I want to know how Poe learned how to do that. Well, I And I, I know I, I know what I'm saying. It's like I'm wanting more of the training stuff. And that's yeah, part of what it is. Right. I want to see more of Poe... Training to be the dragon warrior, right? But admittedly, I'll also say that the training scenes we got do cover it because that's they're not the point. They, they did have to cover Poe training to be the dragon warrior in the entire time that the Furious Five were gone, right? Which admittedly, we're not told how long that is, it's probably considering the time at that time and they were traveling by foot, even at kung fu speeds. I'm assuming it took at least a couple of weeks. Probably. From the time like they left until the battle with Tai Long. Right. So, I'll admit Poe learned a lot, but that seems like an advanced move yeah. for someone of Poe's skill level. Right. And while I like that he's able to pull off, because it is kind of that cool kung fu thing, it's like, oh, he pulled it off. Uh, it just kind of annoys me that it we get only one other shot of it. Yeah. Being done by a master, mm-hmm. and then the next time we see it, Tai Lung's going, "Oh no, the Wushu finger hold! He couldn't have taught you that." It's like, if you don't know it, why should Poe know it? That's 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 what goes through my mind. It's just it's a weird logistical thing. Admittedly, Poe is fanboy who's actually figuring out all this stuff. So. Yeah. He may have looked ahead, jumped ahead, learned something he wasn't ready to learn yet, and that's possible. his technique's probably not perfect, but at the same time he defeated tai long with just by pushing his pinky down so yeah that's that's all it is it's it's it just feels like a weird deus a weird Deus ex machina kind of ending with a technique that we didn't actually it's the first time we actually get to see the technique completed, okay, and we just get a threatening thing before that, so we don't even really know. If the up until that point, if that wushu finger hold was anything more than a rumor that it Shifu took advantage of his poor knowledge of, yeah, but yeah, Ugh. so uh, what's your first dislike?
1: All right, well, to go back to your point, of it reminded me so much of the uh, the thing, the, the finger hold, reminded me so much of the uh, crane kick from the karate kid mm-hmm. in so much ways that you know that. Daniel just sees uh Mr. Miyagi doing the crane kick and he just simply just mimics it. Mm-hmm. And so we get that setup and then we get the payoff at the very end. Yes. So it's very similar to it's very similar to the uh the finger hold at the very end mm-hmm. where Poe sees it being used. And then
0: he utilizes it later. But he doesn't it, even get to see it completed. No, and, he doesn't. And admittedly, I can do that movement. Yeah. It doesn't mean that when I lower my pinky, I'm going to cause a giant explosion. You want to know how I know this? I didn't do one just now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's not like a Thanos snap. Exactly. There is technique to it. Yes. I'm assuming, knowing what little I know of Kung Fu, it has something to do with chi. Yeah. <laughs> And focusing it probably somewhere? I don't yeah. know. Because I don't know Kung Fu. And I don't really understand. my the, the extent of my understanding of Chinese mysticism begins and ends with Dragon Ball. So, okay. Well. I'm just assuming. making yeah. lots of assumptions here. And I'm just thinking it can't be that simple as... There's got to be more to it.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, I agree That's with you. That's my thing with it. I agree with you. Uh, just, it, it's just very reminiscent of The Karate Kid. Yeah. To me. My number one would be background character all the all the the the, the villagers of the mm-hmm. the peaceful valley they look like they're half rendered but like they're, they're they're all in they're all they're not grayscale but they're yeah. they're all like muted tones and they're just kind of in the background they're they really they're animated but they're not animated just they're not finely animated yes and there's just the
0: well, this was there was no dynamic lighting in this movie, oh, like yeah. we'll like we'll see in the other two. Yeah. Uh, so this is all still f- kind of flat, aimed lighting, and it's it really shows its weakness here. Agree with you on that. Yeah, it just it just it
1: stuck out to me like the hair, mm-hmm. that all your all your background characters are just all kind the of,
0: pigs and rabbits
1: all the pigs and rabbits are just kind of flat mhm be like yeah they're there they're they're moving and talking but they're just they're just plain gene vanilla background yeah with with no real flavor to them whatsoever like you said earlier later on, later on the the sequels be like you get more dynamic lighting
0: but even then you don't, the characters never really look like they're vibrant if i remember correctly yeah May, I, my assumption is that it's actually a stylistic choice. Right. Giving it still kind of the feel, trying to keep it with the feel of the kung fu movies. Yeah. Where there is other people in the background. Yeah. To cover those kind of scenes, especially since you've got a tournament. But they're not the focus. That's so They make the background characters more dull, while the main characters are more vibrant. That's a theory? Yeah. I don't know if that's what actually happened. Okay. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. Okay. So what is your number two? My number two is how quickly it seems that uh, four of the Furious Five do a 180 on Poe. Because for up until the scene, really, it's up until the scene where, they're, where he serves them the secret, noodle, the secret ingredient noodle soup.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on that. They all hate him. Yeah.
0: They're all... Dismissive of it. Right. Now, granted, there's a couple shots where they can see he's trying. Yeah. He's actually learning stuff. Yeah, so they're starting to accept him, but mm-hmm. it does feel like, with the exception of Tigress, of course, when you hit that scene, all of a sudden, all of the other four—yeah, Monkey, Viper, Mantis, and Crane—are all on post side. They they accept him as one of their own. Tigress doesn't because Tigress, t- well, it's just not Tigress's character to accept someone that fast. Right. And she still feels like she was robbed of the Dragon Warrior title, because she was the one that Poe landed in front of. That yeah, that's true. She kind of so she feels like she uh, got robbed. She feels like she got robbed. So I understand that her character makes perfect sense. But the other four, it's like
1: they jump on his side just instantly after the noble scene. I
0: I wouldn't even say in the beginning that they, uh, like for instance when he in the when he accidentally walks into Crane's room, yeah, accidentally. They feel awkward. They don't really want him there, but they see he's he means well. Yeah, because even he says uh, you, when, he's, when Crane says you don't belong here, and Poe says yeah I'm horrible. I, I'm I, there's no way I'm with the dragon war. All this stuff he says no no no. You're in the wrong room. Yeah, this is my <laughs> this room. This is my room. It's like oh okay okay so, yeah. And so when he, of course, he gets the other scene. The couple minutes later, where he runs into Tigress, and she says, "You don't belong here." He says, "Yeah, no, this is actually my." No, you don't belong here with us. You are not one of us. Mm-hmm. You get that scene where at least it feels like they, they're confused, but they're not. They're kind of on his side, but they're kind of not. But it still feels like you get to that scene where they're at the noodle, where he's where they're eating the noodle soup, and it's like. Complete 180, they're on his side, and that annoys me to see that bit of, like, so quick a switch. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit, this is a bit of a nitpick, because I didn't really notice it while I was watching the movie, mm-hmm. only kind of thinking about it now is what's, where it's coming to mind. So yeah, that's my number two. What's yours? My number two would be, now granted this is a nitpick,
1: all the slow-mo. All the stinky slow. Once
0: again, that is a stylistic <laughs> choice. I,
1: I I I agree with you, and I'm 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 not saying it's a bad choice. I'm yes. not. I think there's a little too much of it. There's a there's a little too much slow mo. Um, uh, no, there again, it is a bit, it is very much a nitpick. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's like any time Poe does anything, if it's like. Be like, if it's down to a weird facial expression or anything, be like, it's slow mo. It's like I understand it's the it's the uh, it's the two thousands or the the early two thousands, and like everything was slow mo. But it's just like, come on, Uh, can I be like, be like, it's it's done for comedic effect. I get it,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but at the same time, it's just like there's a little too much of this stuff in here. Yeah, it's still a great film. It's just like way too much slow mo. Thank you, Matrix. but i digress be like it's to me personally there's maybe a little too much slow-mo
0: how about you my number three dislike is kind of more because of the irony i don't really dislike this it's just kind of it just shows up (laughs) there's a lot of fat shaming in this movie (laughs) It's not really fat shaming. Let me rephrase. It is for comedic effect because obviously Poe is is designed his character is designed off Jack Black. Yeah, there is that. And he's a panda. He's a and he's a panda. It's not like they're skinny creatures. Yeah, but it's just the the third or fourth time uh, that he gets worn out by climbing a bunch of stairs. Yeah. It's like, okay, that joke is old. Now, don't get me wrong. It works at the end of the movie because it shows how, it it at least shows you the difference between Poe and Tai Lung. Yeah. But up until that point, every time they do the stare thing and he's out of breath or he's eating to when he gets upset. Yeah. And all that stuff, it's like, I know what you're doing. It's not a bad move, in all honesty. Yeah, but it hits a little close to home.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's kind of
0: all it comes down to. It's not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. I I appreciate for what it is, but it's like there's, it gets just a little too close to home, in all honesty. So yeah, that's my number three. I got you. It's a stupid little thing. I wouldn't even call it really a hit against the movie. Yeah, it's just a thing
1: that hits me. I got you. All right, my number three. There again, this is they underutilized. Uh, Jackie Chan
0: that yeah it gets better going forward yeah but and, and actually I can tell you why okay Jackie Chan was the last one cast for this movie to the point where all of the they had already were going to pretend they were going to act like Monkey was a silent character Okay. Until they decide to cast uh, Jackie Chan in that role, that makes sense. So they had to add lines back in for him, and they, you know, you can't really mess with the script too much once you've started animating. Yeah. Because they had started animating. Yeah. So yeah, that's why. That that does it make stinks, sense. but that's why. Yeah, it's just like
1: you're, be like it's Jackie Chan. Be like you're in a kung fu movie and you barely
0: use him. Hey, it could be worse. Yeah, it could. They could have underutil- They could have put Jet Li in here and also underutilized him.
1: That is true. That is so true. It's 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 a crying shame because they're gonna like you said before. it's just it reminded me so much of uh, Olaf, from Frozen Two, mm-hmm. because they had originally just designed Olaf as just the snowman who's supposed to be funny. And I think it was Josh Gabby. Like he came in like very late in the game. I yeah. might be wrong by this. But then they had to go back and kind of retweak the character a little bit. So that's why he comes off a little more annoying than anything. Because they, they had to tweak the character. And so it's not exactly... It meshed, but it was still... Yes. Yeah. Y- you get what I'm saying here, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So in Frozen 2... Like what we were talking about earlier... They really utilize uh, Josh Gad's, you know, acting, you know, his mm-hmm. acting and comedic chops with this character. So it's much more fleshed out of a character. Yes, and well, it's Go ahead. the. I really wish they would have hired Jackie Chan earlier and gave him a lot more roles. But apparently,
0: yeah, it, and it was he was one of the last ones cast because the character was originally going to be silent. Okay, now my understanding and. Do not quote me on this. Okay. I could be wrong, but I think for both Kung Fu Panda 2 and 3, he mm-hmm. did his own motion capture for that, Monkey. That would make sense to Jackie Chan.
1: Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, So, yeah, it's just there again. It's kind of sad. They underutilized Jackie Chan and the understanding of why. Mm-hmm. What's
0: your name? Okay. Yeah. That, that brings us to the end of our review, so mm-hmm. we need to go over our rating for this movie. Okay. I'm giving this a nine point Wow okay admittedly it is hitting a bunch of my nostalgia okay on there because I grew up watching Power Rangers and uh, uh, Dragon Ball and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff so seeing people doing martial arts mm-hmm. is just fun to me oh yeah and this and the martial arts in this movie are done so are visually done so well mm-hmm. that it's just a great movie. Uh, and there's very little act. All the acting is good. It the only reason I'm even docking it. Anything. Yeah. Is simply because it's not as awesome as the next two movies. Okay. So, yeah, I kind of have to give them some range. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, what is, what, what are you, what are you rating on this?
1: I'm going to rate it at eight point, uh, 8.0. Mm-hmm. And, I will give it an 8.0. Now, your rating was amazing. Mm-hmm. The, I like your rating. There was a part of me that said, "Be like, I really want to get an 8.5 now, but I'm going to hold two at an 8.0. Uh, I enjoy it. I love this film. It's a very fun, goofy, kung fu movie with anthropomorphic animals and Jack Black's character. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hilarious and funny. And I'm not going to say there's a lot wrong with this film, there's really not. Be like, yeah. It's got maybe a few animation errors here and there, and the uh, I don't like a lot of the the almost stagnant background characters. Mm-hmm. It's beautifully animated, in, a lot, in like so many ways. You know, down to yeah, it's it's fur texture movement. Like I pointed out earlier, beautiful beyond belief. Uh, so yeah, A.M. point you know a.
0: That brings us to the end of another episode, which means uh, we've got to roll for our next movie. So, uh, previously, we had knocked a movie off. Kung Fu Panda actually knocked, it had grown to three spots. So, we actually got to add three movies onto the list. Uh, So, just so everyone's aware, sitting at number one, we have the Muppet movie. Jacob, what is your pick for number two? All right. My number two would be the Lego Batman movie. All right. All right. Now, you also have spot number three. Ah,
1: okay. So I'm going to throw my ringer in there. The Swan of Princess.
0: Interesting choice. Yes. How about you? Well, at number four, you also have Aladdin. Rock on! (laughs) At number five, I have The Good Dinosaur. It is at six. uh, uh, It's been on the list six times now, which means whatever... We pick if we don't if we don't roll good dinosaur next time it grows. Okay. So we got good dinosaur at number five, and it's sitting at number six. Monsters versus aliens. Ah, okay. I just want to throw a good fun movie in there. Okay. So uh, since this was your movie, I get to roll. Well, we don't have to worry about the good dinosaur growing because (laughs) we just rolled number five, the good dinosaur. All
1: right, excellent.
0: Movie I have not seen. Can't wait to watch it. So uh, look forward to that uh, next week. All right. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week.
1: Prepare for what, Drew?
0: Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast. Oh, boy. So where can they find you, Jacob?
1: They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art. facebook page on twitter at jacob b heron on instagram at jacob b heron and on letterbox at jacob heron where can they find you drew
0: uh, you can find me on facebook at drew dodgen you can also find my facebook page at drew's photo bin where i upload uh, my photography you can also follow me on letterbox at g george 759 and twitter at g 759 Where can they find us, Jacob? You
1: can also visit our website, thecellcast.podbeam.com, where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our RSS feed, if we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with your
0: friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother Jim at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, where we talk about live action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L.
1: Next time on...
0: I got a job for you. I'm not really good at jobs. I need you to keep on the dodge and sidle up the loblolly past them hornheads just hooting and hollering and score off them rustlers. We'll cut dirt and get the bulge on them. What? He just wants you to get on that rock and scream. like he's doing to you there, Lane.
1: Oh, come on, Bubba. Ask me. Ask me what I think they're doing.
0: Hermes, shut your mouth.
1: Looks like he's trespassing.
0: And what do we do with trespassers? Tell them, Earl. <laughs> we kill them! <laughs> I got you! <laughs>
1: but it steals our long horse and there's keepers i know you're there i can't smell you I'm gonna love and in you.